0: And good morning. Welcome back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Happy Mother's Day to all of our mothers listening this morning. I have a very special guest here in the studio with me. We're joined by my mom, Sandra. Good morning, mom. How are you? I'm great, Rodney. Happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you, Rodney. Now, our next segment is all about letting go. And you know about letting go. We lost grandma in 2012. Your mom For someone listening this morning, what advice would you give to them? Maybe this is the first year they're facing without mom here for Mother's Day. What advice would you give to them? What would you say to them, mom?
1: I would say that I know that it's a very rough time and you'll have many sad days, but you'll have lots of good memories. And as time goes on, it gets better. It never goes away but you live off of the good memories. It keeps you going. It keeps you going. So what 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 are some of your fondest memories of of grandma? Well, I remember she was a person that you could talk to about anything. Everyone in the family came to her for advice, and it was not so much that she gave advice, but she was a good listener. Mm. And she always had a listening ear. She was always kind. And she had such a sweet spirit.
0: I agree. I agree. Well, our next segment was all about letting go. On the phone with me is Lisa Goich. She is the author of the book, 14 Days, A Mother, A Daughter, A Two Week Goodbye. It's our pleasure to welcome Lisa Goich to Sunday Morning Magazine. Well, thank you for having me. Now, I understand that you are a woman of many talents. You once worked for the Grammy Awards and Playboy. You must have some really wild stories. Tell me about one of your funniest stories from those days, if you will. Well, from
2: Playboy, I, I currently work for the Grammy Awards. So um, not, no funny stories. It's a serious, fun job. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, right. Okay. A, you know, it's funny. When I first started, I worked for the Playboy Jazz Festival, right? But when I first started working... Um, For Playboy, most of my male friends would think, oh my gosh, you're working for Playboy. Whoa, that's got to be great. There's naked women all over the office and it's, you know, crazy time. And I'm like, no, it's just like a corporate office and there's computers and phones and we (laughs) do our jobs. You know, it's not like what everybody fantasized my workday looked like. Um, Until I, well, one day uh, we had these, it was for a weekend, we had a Playboy Playmate Expo. And all of us sort of pitched in to do different tasks, you know, whatever. And the woman who was the, they call her the bunny mother. She's the woman who, and these are terrible words. I I find them horribly sexist words, but wrangle the bunnies. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But that's what they called them. Um, She's kind of like a den
0: mother for the bunnies.
2: She's a den mother for the bunnies. That's there the you nicest go. way to say it, right? Thank you very much. She's a den mother for the bunnies, and um, she needed some assistance for the Playmate Expo. And um, while she was putting on their costumes, you know, the little bunny costumes, the traditional Playboy mm-hmm. Playmate mm-hmm. bunny costumes, they're very snug. Um, uh, they're like corsets that they, you know, zip up in the back, and there's lots of buttons and zippers, and and it's a very, you know. Um, it it put, keeps everything in one place. And um, uh, I, I'm trying to find a, 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 the radio-friendly way to say this. While she was zipping their their costumes up, I had to stand behind the girls and prop them up. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying? I know what you're in saying. Order to, in order to keep the costumes, you know, to keep everything in one place. So I had to do that with about 45 of the bunnies. Um, and that was my job to... Mm you know, to do that job. And I thought, oh, my goodness, for the first time ever, my job is exactly what every guy thinks my job is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about this new book, 14 Days, A Mother, A Daughter, A Two-Week Goodbye. Now, you, before we talk about that, you have a very special foreword in the book. Is that right?
2: Yeah, I was blessed to get a foreword by Mitch Album, who is you know my book was about my mom's final days and um to have somebody like Mitch who's a multi multi New York Times best selling author and um, you know, specializing in, I would say, the death genre. All, all of his books have something to do with death or afterlife or heaven, something like that. Um, it was a, I mean, I don't think he's ever done that for anybody. So um, to have him provide the foreword for my book was a, a blessing. It was, it was truly a, a blessing. And I don't want to give it away. I don't want to say what the foreword is. So people just have to read the book to figure to find out. Exactly how that worked its way into the okay, book. Okay, and
0: most of us recognize his work, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Tuesdays with Maury um, is probably his most famous book. I think he's sold like 40 million copies altogether of all of his books. The Five People You Meet in Heaven, For One More Day. mm mm-hmm. um, uh, his most recent book is The Magic Strings of Frankie Presto. So all of his books have opened on the New York Times bestseller list, and three, I believe three have been made into movies, two by Oprah. Um, all right, let's, let's talk about the
0: book. I'm sorry, let's talk about the book. It started <laughs> with what you thought was going to be a simple three-day weekend. What happened?
2: Yeah, it was supposed to be just a three-day weekend. I was going to go back home to visit my parents. Um, it was in early-ish December, um, or I should say mid-December. I went back because I I don't like traveling home during the holidays from Los Angeles to Detroit, where my parents um, were, because it gets crazy during the holidays. Mm-hmm. So we always would have a little bit of a celebration prior to Christmas. So I was just supposed to be going home for three days of fun. I got to to town. And um, when I arrived, my mom was hospitalized. She um, had just begun her kidney dialysis appointment. She was only on her 11th appointment and um, she had fallen at her appointment and she was unable to walk. So they hospitalized her. And while she was in the hospital, she decided that she wanted to stop her dialysis, no longer do it, um, which would mean that um, she wouldn't live very much longer they assumed about two weeks and they were exactly right on. It was exactly 14 days, um, which is what the book's title is. The book is called 14 days. And it's basically a book about my mom's final, you know, two weeks of life. It's, um, I would like to say that the book is not like all sad. I don't want people to think, oh God, I don't want to read that. What a horrible book. Mm-hmm. Um, what we tried to do during those two weeks, and I think this is what most people have gotten from this book and have appreciated, is that we turn those two weeks instead of two weeks of mourning into two weeks of celebration. Um, we celebrated her life. We had parties every single day. People brought food. We watched TV. We laughed. All of her girlfriends came over. Um, my mom was 85 when she passed away. Um, one of her girlfriends, one of her best friends, is was in her 90s. She actually turns 100 this um, this month, and um, uh, so it was it was a fun, you know, a really fun two weeks of just, you know celebrating this lady that we all loved, and it's something that I encourage people, if they have the opportunity to do, because I know that everybody's situations are different. Um, I really encourage that everybody try to make it a a nice farewell for the person, you know, um, okay. to give them as much love as they possibly can during that time.
0: So what made you decide to tell your story and to write this book?
2: Well, I started writing it Inadvertently, I wasn't planning on writing it. I started writing it while um, my mom was going through this. I would just post little things on Facebook, um, you know, so family and friends who were out of town or, or not around would know what was happening on a day-to-day basis. And I'm a writer by, you know, trade. That's my, uh, you know, I was a journalism major in college and copywriter for many years. So, you know, I tried to make the stories, you know, nice and poetic and beautiful every day. I would write a little something. And, you know, people were like, wow, these are so great. Like they kept looking forward to the next one and the next one and the next one. And when everything was all over, um, a few people had suggested to me, um, you know, you might want to string those together and make it into a book, which is basically what I did. I took those posts and I filled in holes, you know, um, of everything else that happened during those two weeks and then filled it in with a lot of backstory, um, you know, going back into, you know, childhood years and you know, high school things and college or whatever, you know, different stories that sort of help to tell the story.
0: And in case you're just tuning in this morning, we're speaking to Lisa Goich. The title of the book is 14 Days, A Mother, A Daughter, A Two-Week Goodbye. For more information on the show, you can like us on our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and like us there now. Now, Lisa, you mentioned this earlier. One thing that you tried to do is you tried to sprinkle the book with a sense of humor. And one of the funniest stories I thought in the book is you write about your mother had a very specific request on who she wanted to write her eulogy. Share that story with us, if you will.
2: Yeah, well, my mom insisted, which is part of what Mitch Albom's um, uh, con- contribution to the book was, my mom uh you know while she was at home and you know she was a few days in she was like you know what i want Mitch album to write my eulogy <laughs> and um that was my mom's voice and i was uh, i said oh mother no 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 i i don't want to ask him you know i worked for mitch for many years on radio and still do occasionally and um, I said, no, 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 no. I can't ask him that. I I just did not feel comfortable because I'm like, everybody asks Mitch for some sort of death, something or other, you know. And um, and so I said, I, I can't do that. And then she's like, you know, just ask him. All they can do is say no. And I was like, oh, geez. So anyway, I, um, I was preparing to ask him when, crazy enough, he called me on the phone because he had heard about my mom being ill. Um, among the things that he had offered up at that time, he said, would you like me to write something for your mom, like a note or something? And I said, well, isn't that the craziest thing? Because she she just asked me if you could write her eulogy for her. And um, he was like, I would be happy to do that. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. I didn't want to ask you. You know, I know it's an imposition, and I know everybody asks you for that favor. Um, So when it came time to do the book, Rather than just stick it someplace in the back of the book, I open the book with my mom's eulogy, um, uh, which I thought was a good way to open it. We open with the end, um, and then we start back at the beginning of the 14 days. So, um,
0: But isn't that uh, just like a parent? Because they are always <laughs> pushing you to move outside your comfort zone.
2: Always. 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 And and why does it matter? Why does it matter? But you know what? I have to say something. The older I get, and perhaps it's true with you as well. Um, the older I get, I um, I push myself more out. Like I don't care. Do you know what I'm saying? Like right. the older I get, I don't care what people think um, <laughs> as much as I used to. <laughs> In my 20s and 30s, you worry, you worry, you worry. I don't want to. I don't want to embarrass anybody. I don't want to. But now, my, my filtering system is getting less and less. And so I think what happens is when you become 80 your filtering system is down to almost zero, and so you just just things, you know, exactly. and uh, who cares, right? And as it turns out, she was right, you know, she she was absolutely right, so I didn't feel it all, um, uh, I didn't feel it all bad.
0: Okay, now what did you learn from your mother and about your mother during those final 14 days?
2: I, I actually, it was just, reconfirmed that my mom was really a very strong and cool person for somebody to decide to do that on their own is crazy. But, um, you know, that's a hard, can you imagine, you know, I just, well, I'm just going to die in two weeks. You know, Mm -hmm. that that's a very difficult decision to make when you have the choice to live, you know, but in her condition, she was extremely frail. She weighed 70 pounds. Um, looking at her, if you looked at her, you would say, Oh, there's no doubt about it. This, she's, you know, let her go. That was the, um, you know, the general consensus. So I just learned a lot about her strength. You know, she had a lot of strength and humor. She was probably, I was a stand up comedian for 15 years. And I tell you, I had nothing on my mom. My mom was (laughs) one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. And, um, you know, inadvertently, she never meant to be funny. She would just be funny. And um, I think during those two weeks, I just learned about her strength and humor and how, uh, boy, she helped all
0: of us get through. Okay, what's your fondest memory of your mother?
2: I would just say my fondest memory is her laugh. I miss that a lot. You know, I miss my mom's laughter. She would laugh till she like her eyes would scrunch up really, really small and she didn't even make a noise. She would laugh so hard. (laughs) Um, I I just I really miss her laughter. Um, You know, I miss hanging out with her when from the time I was a little kid. All I you know, I was a I was a mama's girl and I preferred hanging out with her and her friends over hanging out with my own friends. You know, we would go to parties and stuff, and I would sit my mom on, with my mom and all the old ladies. Um, that, was, that was my, uh, you know, my fun. So I, I probably miss those two things the most.
0: Now, as we celebrate Mother's Day, um, what is it that you want our listeners to know?
2: Oh, boy. Like J.K. Simmons said at the Oscars, um, call your mother. Uh, you know, um, appreciate your mom while she's here. I know some people don't, you know, not everybody has great relationships with their parents. Um, and I realize that, but if you even have a mediocre relationship with your mother, um, try to make it good while she's here, because I can tell you that when the day is, comes to an end and when you no longer have her here, something inside you is going to wish she was around, you know, um, so for Mother's Day, celebrate your mom that day. If she's not near you, send her something. Um, call her every day, every single day, call your mom. And, um, you know, never forget to tell her you love her.
0: All right. Well, we're running out of time this morning. If our listeners would like to find out more about you, find out more about the book, 14 Days, A Mother, A Daughter, A Two-Week Goodbye. How can our listeners find out more?
2: Go to my website, 14daysamemoir.com. It's 1-4, not the word 14 Um, 14daysandmemoir.com, and there's links to order it all over the page, and there's all kinds of excerpts, and I have contests. I'll I'll give you free autographed book um, plates. If you buy the book, I'll sign a book plate for you, and I also have a program where I let people sponsor books in honor of those who they've lost, maybe their own mothers, and um, we print a little thing on the inside of every book, and I donate them to hospitals and hospices.
0: Hmm. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. I really appreciate you taking time to talk to us.
2: Thank you so much for having me.
0: We've been speaking to author Lisa Goich. Stick around. We'll be back with more Sunday Morning Magazine in a moment.